Welcome to the Health and Biz Bites podcast. I'm your host, Mike Beverly. Thanks for tuning in today. This podcast is dedicated to individuals and professionals who desire to learn more about the subject and business aspects of non-traditional technologies and approaches to better health and vitality. Let's get started. Okay. Hello, everyone. I'm excited to be back with another episode of Health and Biz Bites today. I'm your host, Mike Beverly, and today we have a special friend. Kelly Tyen is first and foremost a proud wife and mother of her two children. She is a faith-fueled motivational speaker, top-rated podcaster, and sought-after transformational coach for women in health faith, mindset, and personal development. And I am delighted to know Kelly. And Kelly, welcome to Health and Biz Bites. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm feeling so blessed to be here today. Well, it is our blessing to have you. And as I was telling you in preparation for the podcast, I've got to know you a little bit through some podcasts I've listened to that you were guests on. And uh, like like the all the other podcasters, we always start with your story and tell us a little bit about you and your background, please. Well, thank you again for having me and I appreciate that. So I will take you back from when I was a little girl because this is part of my story. I was born an only child to two of the most amazing parents a girl could ever ask for. We were best friends from birth. My mom was As I grew up, she was all my best girlfriends wrapped up in one. She was very faithful in her life. So I grew up in a Christian home and she always carried her Bible around. So I got to watch her, but yet she also suffered with a really harsh rheumatoid arthritis from the moment I was born. So this ties into my story because Watching her go through such an illness my whole entire life, major surgeries, limiting, she was limited with her physical, with her body to do certain things, but yet she always had a smile and she was very much the most warm, loving woman you would ever meet. Yet with the suffering she went through, you would never know it unless you looked at her hands in her feet than you would see because her hands almost looked like catcher's mitts. Her joints were just swollen. If you know a little bit about that disease, it attacks your joints. So needless to say, she had a smile on her face her whole entire life. She never really showed her pain and she had something that other people didn't have. So as a as I was growing up, I was so intrigued by this woman and so I just always sat back observing her. Like, how is she waking up? I have a headache and I'm complaining, yet this woman never complained about anything. And she just always wanted to keep going. She never wanted to sit still. And I think that helped her when we really look back on that. Because if she sat on the couch all day, she her life probably would have been cut a lot shorter than it was. But she was always on the go and always faithful. Like I said, she always had her Bible in her hand. So again, I grew up watching that and it was just beautiful to see that 
She never stopped climbing in her life. So fast forward, and there's a lot in between here that we can touch upon, but I started my brand Addicted to the Climb with my mom in mind because she taught me never to give up. She taught me really that life is a climb. She was an example of perseverance and resilience. And my brand was born from that to help other people never stop climbing in their life. I've been through so many things in my life. For me, I've been through breast cancer. I've went through the death of my mother. My son was born with an ailment that, and we can talk about that too, if you'd like, but just, you know, we all go through so many things in life. And I just realized I'm here to never stop climbing and show my children that we need to get up and keep going in life. Because if we're not going forward, we're going backwards. And I don't want to do that. I always want to keep, I always want to just make sure that I'm taking steps forward and I'm climbing to that next level because I never want to stop. So I don't know which angle you would like to take on that, that but that's that is, where that, I- That is so, uh, so special that you found your mission and your passion and your direction as a result of your mom's example. And it's like our pastor that my wife and I follow from Houston, Texas, is that our ultimate goal in our Christian walk and our spiritual growth is to have the mind and heart of Christ. And Amen. It, and it mm -hmm. sounded like your mother had that in, in buckets. Buckets. She had the mind of Christ. It's the only way she could wake up. And I'm so blessed that I was able to just watch that in my life. And the faith piece is just what really blossomed in my own life over time. I mean, as a kid, I was always kind of laughing, me not laughing, but why does she have her Bible in her hand? I couldn't understand why she always read that Bible. Yet, as I became an adult, and I started going through adult things in my life where I needed to draw on my faith, I understood our faith is what we have, like in the middle of the night, when we're alone in our thoughts, it's leaning into God and leaning into his presence that we get that strength that can rise up inside us. So that's what my whole life is based on. My faith is the foundation for everything I do. And I love how you said taking on the mind of Christ, because listen, I can't, my own thoughts will derail me all day long. <laughs> and I have to always go back to Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So that yeah. is... That is how we live over here in the Italian household. That's amazing. Well, I was just curious. I know you'd you'd mentioned, or maybe I heard it on one of your previous podcast episodes you were on, that your mom had passed away. But what I wanted to know is, had you created your brand before your mom passed? No, I was so I was in the fitness industry for ten years. And that was who I was. That was my business. And then before COVID, two female owners, two women came in and bought out the gym. So like I said, I was there for 10 years. I was very established. I was the go-to for health programs, fitness, coaching, anything to do with health and wellness. 
And they came in and immediately said, we're taking over. We don't want, you know, go somewhere else. This is our gym and pretty much got rid of me. And that was really a blow. And my mom had just passed. So I was already in such an awful spiral in my life. And then COVID hit. It was like wham, bam, bam in my life. So when COVID hit, I had to really evaluate where I was in my life, what I was going to do next. Was it still fitness? And God was really calling me in a whole different direction, which was very scary. As you probably know, when you pivot from one thing to another, he was calling me into bringing my faith to the surface, really talking about my faith, getting my faith out there in a way that I could help others develop their faith. Faith, not only in God, because you know, I'm not about pushing my faith on people, but I really want women, particularly, I've been working with women for men, over 20 years, but particularly just bringing them to believe in themselves, that they have, they're capable of doing way more than they ever dreamed of. And then if they have that faith, they can even climb to new levels, new heights that they dreamed of. So God took me from the fitness industry into addicted to the climb. And I'll tell you the story of how that was born because it's kind of, it's it's just funny. I was listening to a podcast as we all do and the interviewer was saying to the person they were interviewing, "Well, what are you addicted to? We're all addicted to something." And I sat back. I shut that off because I realized I I couldn't figure out what I was addicted to. I didn't I'm like, I don't have an addictive personality. I never do drugs. I didn't, you know, I was thinking of things that people are addicted to. And then I had the download from God addicted to the climb. And the reason why I told you that story of my mom, because that's my story. I realized I am a climber. I'm addicted to the climb of life. I believe life is a climb and it's one mountain after the next. We're either climbing, we're going backwards you know, we're either heading towards a climb, we just got off a climb, or we're in the middle of a climb. And so that's how Addicted to the Climb really was born. And I started with the podcast first, just to share people's stories so I could learn how they keep climbing, share it with other people to inspire them on their climb. And then I wrote my first book. And that was the beginning of my, the evolution of the brand. That that is really uh, quite a beginning, and and it's interesting as I've spoken with people over the last three years uh, since COVID, and my whole life had to pivot because of uh, COVID. Our our traditional business got destroyed because of COVID that we'd had mm -hmm. for twenty two years, and and then I had a major health crisis and almost died in twenty twenty. So everything had to. Uh, completely pivot and and it's it sounds like you went through some similar things but you would mentioned your son earlier and some of the challenges tell us a little bit about what that was and how you dealt with that and how he's doing now so he was when he was about six months old he started vomiting and you know you take him to the doctor and they said, oh, we, nothing's wrong because he wasn't sick at all. He'd never had a fever or nothing. He would just be at the playground 
as a baby, I'd have him in a swing and he would just vomit. And this lasted about two weeks. And I was in and out of the doctor trying to get answers, yet nobody had an answer to what was happening here. And one weekend, um, about two and a half weeks into this, his eyes crossed and I knew as a mom, something's wrong. So I immediately took him to an eye doctor. What is going on? And that doctor looked at my husband and I and said, I'm, I'm just telling you right now, there's nothing I can do, but you need to take him to the ER right now. I think he has a brain tumor. So of course, my, you know, my legs went out from under, you know, as I, you have every emotion rise up inside you because he has your little baby in your arms. And we took him to the emergency ward and we were in that hospital for about a month. They were doing spinal taps every day. And if you know what a spinal tap is, it's a very large needle that goes into the spine. But what they were doing was releasing fluid that was building up from his stomach that travels up your, you know, your body to your brain. And then it circulates. It's supposed to just circulate and flush itself out. My son's was not circulating or flushing itself out. It was actually just staying. His head became so enlarged. And if you touched it, it felt like almost like a water balloon. You could, you could touch his head was so soft and filled with so much fluid. It was so scary, but let's fast forward. I ended up getting him into Boston children's hospital immediately after a friend's said, get him out to Boston because we're only 30 minutes outside of Boston, the city, which has one of the greatest hospitals in the world. And they put a shunt in his head immediately. And he's now 17 years old. And it's amazing because he plays every sport. He drives, he does everything you would never even know. But I will tell you when he turned three and we took him to the eye doctor again, as a little baby, a little boy, you check their eyes, make sure they're okay. We did find out that he's legally blind in his one eye. So we had no idea. It was because the the optic nerve was damaged during the time frame of getting him shunted. He should have been shunted right away, but nobody had answers for us. So all that pressure was causing damage to his optic nerve, but he is my miracle. He's my miracle child because God really just intervened with the whole situation and the doctors, listen to this, the doctors said to this day, we're still confused at how this boy did not damage both optic nerves at the same time. They, they don't know why it was only one because why would only one be damaged? And that's God's hand on his life. So <laughs> it's a no question. No, no question. question. It, it's tr I have goosebumps even saying it now because the, there's no reason why both eyes aren't blind. It's really not. And it's really God. And it, it just brings me, I could tear up even thinking about it because he's just, again, he plays lacrosse. He plays all the sports. He's doing everything that normal kids do. No, half his friends, they don't even know. So it's amazing. And it's just another miracle in our life and i'm so grateful there, there are so many and uh we we could spend two hours 
talking about the miracles that I've experienced oh, yeah. in the last three years and and the thin threads that God puts together and weaves for us all mm -hmm. on a daily basis to to uh, watch over us is just amazing. And so uh, so well, thank you for sharing that story and thank God. What's his What's his first name? Tony. Tony. Thank God. Tony is living a normal yes. life and yes sounds like he is a, a blessed young man yes he is he is yes amen thank you that's wonderful that's wonderful so so i know uh you've had some experience in uh in business and marketing and and also uh, uh you know you'd mentioned you're a breast cancer survivor what what age were you when you went through that kelly well, that was, I was just about to open the doors to my fitness business, as I was telling you a little bit earlier. It was two months before I was opening a boot camp. So that was in 2008. And it was a call I got. I had little Tony in the backseat. He was two. And I was like, to my doctor said, can you talk? And I said, sure, what's going on? Because I had had a biopsy, but of course, you don't think anything's going to happen to you. And he said, Kelly, you have cancer. And I was just blown away because again, I was opening my fitness business. So here I was going to lead women in health in fitness, but there I was getting a diagnosis of cancer. So I came to a place after my pity party, of course, of course I had my cry. I had my, my scream to God and why me? I did go through all the normal things that people go through, but I had to make a decision. If I'm going to climb higher, I call it, move forward, or am I going to just sit in this pity party and woe is me? And I just didn't want to do that. I knew this was a dream to start this boot camp business and lead women. And I thought to myself, maybe I could be an example to them because we were waking up at 4.30 in the morning. So it was not fun. <laughs> I was tired, but I committed to it and I didn't want to go back on what I said I was going to do. So I started that boot camp in 2008, getting that diagnosis, going through my treatments. And, you know, when, again, God works in mysterious ways because when I look back, so that's 15 years ago that I've been cancer free, but he had that business lined up for me so I could show up for these women. I needed them as much as they needed me. And it was a true miracle because if I didn't have that business, when I got the diagnosis at that time, I don't know if I would have went forward the way I did mentally and physically. So I was working out early. I was taking care of my body and it gave me the drive to keep going through it and show again, show the women that if I can do this, you certainly can. Let's go. Right. So right. it was a that, blessing. Not only the positive expectations of helping them ultimately helped you. Exactly. Exactly. I was, I, it was such a blessing. I was so thankful that, I mean, I only had 12 women to start those 12 women. I was, I was so excited to get up and go see them and just, you know, have that. They were my accountability partners, to be honest. Yeah, it's, it sounded like you had a physical therapy session every day. I did, I did, <laughs> and it was amazing. That, yes. that is, I just love to hear stories like that and how 
Uh, and, and I am sure that your mother's example had a large part in to play mm -hmm. in your attitude and your fortitude, your persistence, yeah. your drive. Yes. So I, I, I would love to have met your mother. She sounded like oh my a gosh. woman. She was such a light. Anybody that met her, she, she was shining. Yes. Yes. Now I know you said Italian family. Was she Italian? She was. Oh, cool. Yes. Cool. Yes. So she was all the warm and fuzziness on top of it. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. That's yes. Wonderful. Now, was she born in the U.S. or did she migrate? Yes. 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 Born here. Oh, that's, yes. That's so wonderful. Yes. That's so wonderful. So uh, where, uh, where, where do you see yourself going with what you're currently doing, Kelly, say for the next two to five years? Oh, good question. Well, first, I do start my day asking God that question. So he's my compass to direct my steps and tell me, but I really just, I'm creating um, a mission and a movement for women and people really that to stay addicted to the climb, we have to continuously climb. This is a decision we have to make. So for me, it's more speaking engagements and really just connecting, collaborating with faith-based communities and organizations. I've been meeting with lots of different organizations lately of how I can use my voice in these companies and add value where I can, continuing with my podcast. And I also like to run a mastermind for women a few times a year. So I'm going to continue doing that right now until God says, do something else. But that's really where I am in events are a big part of what I do. So I love being in person, which I haven't had an in-person event in a few years, but that's on the, on the rise and addicted to the climb experience that you can come more of like a retreat because I believe when we get in the room with people, that's where we really can have transformation. I love the zoom. I love meeting. Of course, it's, it's a blessing that we get to have community on zoom but i love being in the room with with people there's so nothing events, better. there's nothing, there's nothing better. better there's nothing really better. nothing better right you know, while you were talking there something came to my mind about you know your i mean you, the brand and the title addicted to the climb is just brilliant it's a brilliant brand and name but i i always say if you if you had another name for it which i would never want to but how about this Addicted to life. Addicted to life. Yes. I love that. Yes. I love that. I yes. mean, we could say so many addicted to faith. <laughs> that's that's me. Addicted to my faith. Addicted to life. Yes. Yes. I, I always my tagline is your life is worth climbing for. Well, you better believe it. That's that's exactly right. And I don't know if you've met my friend uh, Lisa Christine Summerfield. Uh, I don't think so. She's, she's a Boston resident and she has a uh, organization and now she's starting a podcast, Women in Good Company. Oh, I love it. I'll have to connect. See? I'm, I'm going to, I'll do that on LinkedIn. I'll connect you guys. And uh, she's just an amazing lady. And uh, she, she, she was for years an event planner, but, uh, but now she's doing 
some events for uh, and with women retreats and things of that nature. And we were we were having a Zoom with uh, a mutual coach of ours a couple of weeks back, and she was trying to figure out what would I call my podcast. And I said, "You've got the best name of a podcast I can think of: Women in Good Company." What other name could you come up with? That's perfect. I mean, that is, I love that name. That is perfect. It's clear, catchy, and exactly. I love it. So she was, she was very thankful because she had been kind of racking her brain about what she was going to call this podcast. And I said, Lisa, you have the best name, (laughs) you know, of any podcast that I know. Women in good company. I'm in agreement. I love it. It's it's really good. Well, I'll hook you guys up, uh, Kelly, but at any rate, is there anything else? I mean, I know you're you're planning some retreats, right? Is that that's the goal? In the in the process, that would be the goal for 2024. Yes. Okay. And my my mastermind that I have for women, it's a 12-week program. So that's what I'm doing right now. I mean, I do have another book in me. I would I love to write. So things will happen, you know, one at a time. Right, right. Yeah, I've uh, I'm on the the downhill slide for my first book, which is chronicles uh, my upbringing, uh, and it's 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 not it was not a fun book to write because mm-hmm. uh, I had a situation in my family life that was a little abusive or quite abusive at times, and uh, so uh, but it, you know I I tell some stories about my mom and what she went through, uh, which was sad. So, uh, and like I said, it was, it was a hard book to write, but it's been very therapeutic for me and cathartic because, uh, it's been in me, my wife, who you met before the podcast recording today, she's been encouraging me to get it out. She said, you tell these stories, you Mm -hmm. need to write it. And so, so I started on my birthday last June and it's pretty much done now. Just, uh, some few little odds and ends to wrap it up, as you know, book projects, can yes. go on and on and on. Yes, they can. You need to have that timeline. Exactly. Yes. But I love that because people need to hear. I love stories. That's how we relate to each other and say, oh, I'm not alone. Yeah. Just makes you feel that you're not alone. So many of us think we're so alone. But when we start sharing our stories or writing our books is where people can just relate to us and feel that they're not alone. Somebody else, they can reach out. So I'm so excited for you to write your book. Well, thank you. Get it out. Thank you so much. My my latest book that I'm listening to is entitled Choose Your Story, Choose Your Life. And it's it's an amazing audible. I I listen to quite a bit of audibles because I do exercise about an hour a day. And instead of just Going through that, I've got an audible in my ears. So it's same thing. Me too. Yeah. I never, my husband says to me, How do you not listen to music while you're working out? I don't. It's been probably a few, three years. I am the same way. I rather mm-hmm. listen to something. So I'm killing two birds with one stone. I'm, I'm gaining some value, getting some knowledge, and I'm getting my workout in. I love that. Right. And, you you know, the book that you and I were discussing earlier, Mach 2, with your hair on fire, uh, I I probably listened to that book five times the first year in 2020 wow. when I joined. I joined a gym for the first time in probably 15 years. 
Wow. And I had that book audible in my ears every day I was at the gym. So it was pretty, pretty cool. But uh, Kelly, it's been a delight to have you on Health and Biz Bites. And how would anyone, especially women, how would they get in touch with you and uh, and to schedule some time to chat or mm -hmm. to be a part of any of your upcoming programs. Oh, I would love that. I am mostly on LinkedIn, as you said, just Kelly Tyen on LinkedIn. And I my website is Kelly Tyen and then Addicted to the Climb podcast. You can find me on any podcast app. And my all my information is always in the show notes. But if you want to connect directly directly with me, you can just go to LinkedIn. Or Instagram. I am on Instagram and Facebook, just my name. So I am everywhere, but mostly on LinkedIn. And for those of you, the every all that information will be in the show notes, but her name is spelled a little bit uniquely, K-E-L-L-E-Y. Yes. T-Y-A-N. And that all that information will be in the show notes. And if you'd like to reach out to me to find out more about my mission and passion to educate people on holistic and alternative wellness, you can go to www.mikebeverly.life, M-I-K-E-B-E-V-E-R-L-Y.life, L-I-F-E. So look forward to hearing from you and schedule a free courtesy call. I'm happy to chat with you about any subject, but especially discussions we've had on the podcast today with Kelly or some alternative and holistic wellness method. So thanks again for tuning in and we'll look forward to having you back on another episode of Health and Biz Bites. Have a wonderful rest of your day, everyone. Take care. Hey everyone. And thank you so much again for checking out today's episode. And if you're listening through iTunes, Spotify, wherever you happen to be listening, please subscribe Leave a five-star rating and review if you choose to do so. And I'm grateful for you and that you're spending this time with me. Have a wonderful rest of your day.